Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So I've been thinking, as a mom, I am a Jill of all trades, right? Because there are times where I have to be a childcare provider, I have to be a chauffeur, I have to be a chef, I have to be a, you know, personal assistant, a seamstress, whatever they need, I become that for my child. And most recently, a lot of us um, took on the role of being a teacher, when essentially we've been our children's teachers since the day they were born. We just got a promotion in what we're teaching them now, right? (laughs) And it's very interesting to me when I think about the fact of all the different things that I do for my family, um, how it can come overwhelming at times it's just like oh my goodness like if I don't do this it's not gonna get done that that's where that that lie comes in at least for me there's this lie that comes into my head that says if it if I don't do it it's not gonna get done um so I have to do it and and it's a control thing to be quite honest um if I'm honest with myself you know it's me just saying like I want control of it uh You know, I think I've shared with you all before how I've been teaching my kids more about doing their chores around the house. And this has been a process for me. Uh, I think as as an adult, you know, when you have children, at least for me, um, I looked forward to the day that I could hand off some of the chores to my kids. But when that day came, I found it very difficult to do because I am a control freak. I have to be honest with myself. I like things done a certain way. You know, maybe it's being a little OCD-ish. I don't know. But I like things to be done a certain way. And so in trying to teach my kids how to do it, it was one of the most frustrating things for me. And still to this day, very is it still is um, with trying to teach them how to do certain things because they don't do it just like me. They do it another way. And so And their way does not, I won't say that their way doesn't seem right. (laughs) Um, It's more so that they're trying to rush through it. And so it's not done properly. And so in my mind, I'm like, if you just do it the way that I show it to you, then you'll only have to do it once. But I realized that my kids have to find their own way, right? They have to figure out how to do things for themselves. Like, for example, in teaching them how to do laundry. Well, the first step for me was teaching them how to separate their colors, you know, the whites from the darks from the lights. And so they've been doing that and they've been practicing that. But I'm the one who, you know, actually throws it into the washing machine, into the dryer and folds it up for them. And then at first I used to put their clothes away. But I realized this is a lot for me to do, especially when I would try to get all the laundry done in one day, like my whole day was gone. You know, and so I was like, no, you guys need to start putting your um, your clothes away yourself. And that was hard because my kids don't put their clothes away the way that I do. Like, I like things to be neat and organized. I go into their drawers now. Oh, my goodness. It looks like a bomb threw up. I was just like, what in the world? Like, these clothes were folded when I gave them to you. What did you do? Just throw them inside the drawer? Like, I don't get it. But I had to realize, okay, Hannah, either you're going to take this back on and put it on your to-do list or you're just going to let them be. And it was a struggle, y'all. It was a struggle to just let them be. Um, I do go back in there and tell them, no, you need to fix this drawer. But I go back later and it's a mess again. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And so now, you know, I want to 
I want to start teaching them how to put the clothes in the laundry themselves. But my kids are, you know, they're, they're, the laundry or the washing machine is, is about the same height as them. And so, and it's a very deep barrel. And you hear those stories about, you know, kids falling into the washing machine or into the dryer because they're not front loaders. My, my dryer is a front loader, but my washing machine isn't. And so I'm concerned about them trying to throw stuff in there. And I'm like, you know, that can wait a little bit. But I was trying to teach them the other day about, you know, cleaning their bathroom and showing them how to use the cleaning spray and to wipe the tub out and everything. And again, it's just like they're not doing it the way that I want them to. But I have to ask myself, okay, are you going to always be the house cleaner? You know, the or the 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 maid, you know, how we refer to ourselves. Oh, I'm not your maid. You know, are am I gonna continue to be the one that takes care of the house or am I gonna train them to do it on their own? And I just feel like a lot of the times it's because of me just wanting things done a certain way that I'm like, you know what, I'll just do it. So it's not so much that, oh, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. It's more so because y'all don't do it the way that I want it done, I'm going to do it. And so I've really had to work on myself about that. Because um, when Anthony and I first got married, we kind of, you know, shared out what each other were going to do in order to take care of the house. So it wasn't all on one person. And so it has always been his thing to do the floors, he would sweep and mop and vacuum and, you know, take care of all the floors in the house. I've never had to worry about it. Well, now the kids are older and he's taught the kids how to do it. And of course, the kids weren't necessarily doing it right. And I was just like, "Um, Anthony, can you? And he was like, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. I taught them how to do it. I'm going to let them do it. He was like, if you don't want them to do it, then you can do it. And I was I was getting mad, y'all. I was getting fire hot because I'm like, what do you mean that I can do it? Like, this is something that you've done. And he was like, but I don't have to do it anymore. And see, for him, it was real easy to just let go and allow the kids to do it and he's like if they don't do it right then I'll make them do it again I'll tell them hey you didn't sweep this up right you have to go back and if they have to keep going back and cleaning it that's on them but I'm not gonna go back to doing it just because they're not doing it the way that I want to and you would think that I would take a page out of his book but no it took me a while and even now I'm still like um y'all are tripping I'm going to meet, you know, like I there there have been times that after they have swept the floor because I'm just like, I don't see how. How did you sweep the floor? And there's still a big old like crumb just staring at me on the floor. So then I would go and sweep it up instead of asking them to come it back, come come back and do it again. But that's it's a control thing. It's it's me not being willing to let go and so an interesting story uh the other day Anthony wanted us to cook together as a family and I kind of shared it in my stories if you guys follow me on Instagram and if you don't you should (laughs) but um I was sharing how um you know he had bought HelloFresh and so you know he it I think HelloFresh and and it was introduced to us by a a friend of ours that their kids who are around the same age as Skylin well their oldest um she cooked all three of her girls cook now um in the house and it's because they started off with HelloFresh and HelloFresh has these steps 
So um, Anthony was like, well, I want to use it because it can give him steps too on how to do it. Because I'm the primary cook in the house. It's not that Anthony doesn't know how to cook. He just doesn't do it often. So because he doesn't do it often, there's a lot of things that he is not familiar with. And so with HelloFresh, it can make him feel more comfortable in, in cooking, right? And so anyways, um, we, the first time that we tried it, now these meals are not vegan friendly, so I can't partake in them, but it was the goal for him. What he wanted us to do was just to cook as a family, to be in the kitchen together, right? And so the first night that he was doing it, um, I, and I shared it on, on Instagram, I was still at work, but I went in there and I helped them. And so in my mind, I was just like, well, this really wasn't a family thing because one, the kids left you, you know, um, and then it was just us. And then because I was like, I'm not cooking tonight, I already had what, you know, I was going to do. My stuff was prepped. All I had to do was just throw it in the the oven and it it would be done. So I was just like, I'm going to go back to work. So he ended up cooking dinner by himself. So he came to me the next night and was like, I want us to cook. And I was just like, well, what does that look like to you? Because if you're looking for all of us to be in the kitchen together to cook, that's not really what happened. Um, And I'll admit for me, in my mind, I was just like, I just don't want to be the one that's doing all the cooking. Like if this is supposed to be a family event, um, then everybody needs to be partaking in it. Like, I don't want to be the one chopping everything up or, you know, I, I'll admit I was projecting and the fact that I was just already, you know, with my pre notions, you know, in my mind, I was just thinking about how, oh, I'm going to be having to watch the kids because they're not used to the knives and I got to teach them how to do it. And then Anthony's going to be over here and I'm like, I was just already getting myself overwhelmed instead of just allowing things to happen and not be anxious about it. And so we had to ended up having a discussion about it and everything and had to set some ground rules. And that sounds silly, but I I think it helped because when we finally made the second meal together, it was so much fun. And it was because I had expectations and he I he knew my expectations and I knew his. And so we were able to work together better about it. And so what are what is your point, Hannah? What are you talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is the fact that I think sometimes for me as as a mom, as a wife, A lot of the times, because I'm so used to always doing things, you know, being that Jill of all trades, because I am always doing things, sometimes I have a tendency of projecting that it's always going to be on me instead of asking for help or instead of letting go and allowing people to help me. And so because I'm always under the impression that I'm the one who has to do everything, um, when something happens, I go straight there. You know, something may be a trigger for me. Like, see, this is why I didn't want to do this because I knew I was going to have to do it myself. Or, you know, this is why I have to be the one to do it. And we feel, or me, I feel overwhelmed by it. And I don't want that anymore. You know, it, I realize that I have to be willing to allow people to help me and help me the way that they're going to do it. And, and I know that even with that, 
um, there could be debate because it's like, well, if you're going to help me, then you should be willing to do it the way that I'm asking you to do it. Because if you're being a cheerful giver, right, if you're being a cheerful giver, then you're going to come and, and serve or assist the way that I need you to. You're not going to come with an attitude and be like, well, I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to do it at all. And I've been that person too. You know, like Anthony has asked me to help him with something. And I can recall a time of feeling in my head, well, okay, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it my way. You know, and it's just like, well, why do you have that? I mean, it, it works both both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like if he asked me to take care of something for him and I'm like, OK, I'm going to take care of it. Um, and but he'll give me sp specific instructions. He's like, I want you to take care of it this way. And in my mind, I'm like, but it doesn't have to be that way. Like, why do I have to do it like that? Why can't I just do it this way and get it done? Like you're asking me for my help. Let me just help you, you know, B but then him on the other side, he's giving me the specifics. And I think both parties need to come to an understanding like, hey, if you want something done a certain way, okay, I can do that. As me offering my assistance, me, you know, trying to help you, I can learn how to do it the way that you want me to. But also, I feel like there needs to be a compromise that, hey, if you need me to do something and I am, you know, making myself available to you to, to get this done, I think you should also be open to me doing it the way that I do it, because it, at the end of the day, what is the solution or what is the product we're looking for? We're looking for it to get done. How it got done, does that matter? I mean, it, and, and that's a question that we both have to ask ourselves, right? You know, because if it's something where you're doing research and it is a step-by-step -step process and you need to see, okay, that this particular process is what works, okay, great, I can do it by the specifics how you want it to be done. But if it's something, you know, that's not that deep, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter how it gets done as long as it gets done, right? And I say that because I'm saying it as a reminder to myself, like Hannah, as long as the bathroom gets cleaned, that's all that matters, right? Does it matter how the kids go about it? As long as at the end of the day it gets clean. But see, that's that's my thing with the kids doing the chores because I'm like, well, is it really clean? <laughs> did you, what did y'all use? Like, oh my goodness, the other day they were quote unquote cleaning the bathroom or cleaning the sinks because you know little by little I don't just send them in there and like hey you go clean the bathroom and they got the toilet and the tub and everything together we've been teaching them little by little so their first step of cleaning the bathroom was cleaning their sinks and so I know where all the cleaning supplies are right I don't just keep it underneath their sinks I keep it somewhere you know I keep it in in the laundry room and so I know that they can't reach it in the laundry room it's not until I bring it down for them so you know they were trying to tell me like oh yeah we've been doing our chores we've been cleaning our sinks I was like you've been cleaning your sinks with what <laughs> and they've been cleaning their sinks with the hand soap in their bathroom they've been putting that on paper towel and cleaning their sinks and I was like no that's not what you clean your sinks with but they were trying right and that was a moment for me as their mom to be like you know what good job you guys are putting forth a great effort but this is what you use that's not what I did y'all I was just like no that is not what you use to clean the sinks and I have to remember like Hannah Focus on the positive. Focus on the fact that they were trying to do it on their own without anybody asking them. Don't focus on what wasn't done right. And I, I have to admit that I have a problem 
with that at times, you know, not necessarily a problem, but it's, it's hard. I don't want to say it's hard for me either because it's not hard, but I think for so long, I've been so used to focusing on what's not done or what isn't done correctly, um, that, I have to put forth even extra effort to one, combat going to what I naturally do. And then also to be more intentional to focus on the positive so that I can praise them for it, you know? And so that's why I'm just like, yeah, it, as a mom, we are Jill of all trades and we're so used to, you know, having to do everything. But do we really, even for the, you know, the first time moms who are just starting out, Maybe I can help you. Maybe I can, you know, encourage you by like right now, the fact that, yes, you are mother bear and your little cub is about to come into this world and you are thinking of all the things that you have to protect them from, even from people, uh, even from family members. And so you're going to because you've read the books and you feel like you've prepared yourself, you know, as much as possible when that little baby gets here, you're just like, I am your protector. I have to make sure that everything is done right. And it can sometimes even get to the point where you may even fuss at your husband about how he is changing the baby's diaper or giving the baby the bath. You know what I'm saying? I've been there, done that. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other mothers out there who can attest to it. But the way we start off with things it continues. And so I'm not saying, no, don't be the protector. Don't be mother bear. Like that is who you are. You are supposed to be your child's protector, but also allow for people to help you because it's going to feel overwhelming. And if you're trying to do it all by yourself, if you're not trying to, you know, allow somebody to come in to assist so that you can take a nap or go take a shower, it's going to get really hard. And I feel like that's why a lot of women after you know giving birth to their child they go through postpartum depression because they feel like they have to do it all on their own and you don't like you have a community of people we were placed here to do life together you know it's it's not for us to do it alone I know that we've heard the saying time and time again that no man is an island but it's true no man is an island two are better than one you know and we need to be willing to allow people to come in and help us and we need to be willing to let people into our space as an introvert that has been very hard for me you know especially just you know throughout my life I have been hurt by people and when we're hurt by people we don't want to keep getting hurt we build up a wall and we're like I'm not letting anyone in anymore because I don't want to be hurt and we try to protect ourselves but in all honesty that is not the way that we were supposed to live that's not the way that we were created we were created for fellowship we were created to connect with others that's why being around other people it brings us joy and I know that there will be people out there who's like Hannah no it doesn't I get anxiety be around big crowds but think about it is there at least one person in your life who you're just like that's my person I think all of us have that. We all have that per that one person who's like, that's my person. That's the person that I call. And I mean, that's still fellowship. And again, you don't have to do it alone. Yeah, it's great to be a, a jack of all trades or a Jill of all trades. It's great to be that. Um, but what's that saying? Uh, you know, Jill of all trades, but a master of none. You're doing so much 
that you never really have time to master one thing and that can become frustrated and a lot of people are it's hard to even figure out what is my purpose because I'm so good at everything but are you you know what I'm saying like if you have you ever taken the time to really focus on that one thing that makes you happy on that one thing that brings you joy but because you're so busy trying to do everything else that you're not really able to give it that much attention and so yeah I I know I'm speaking a lot of this because this is just my own personal experience and I'm just sharing it with you all in hopes that it will, you know, help you as well. But I've I've realized that in order for me to truly embrace who I am, um right where I am, I have to recognize those areas of my life that need improvement so that I can embrace it. So I embrace that. Yeah, I have a tendency to be OCD ish. I embrace the fact that I, you know, like to be in control. Um, It builds up a little anxiety inside of me when things are not necessarily going the way that I want them to. I am still working on trying to let go of the agenda and going with the flow because I, I like to know like, hey, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Let's get this done. <laughs> um. But I've also enjoyed, you know, this progression. I've enjoyed, you know, seeing my own progression and seeing how, you know what, I didn't trip today. Like we didn't get everything done that was on the agenda for schoolwork, for virtual school, you know, but it's okay because, you know, it's going to get done and we're going to take our time with it. I can see myself being more relaxed. I can see myself managing um, my anxiety better and and maintaining my peace more because of the fact that I am really trying to be intentional about just letting go of things and saying to myself like it's okay like it is not the end of the world that this didn't get done and just because it didn't get done um I don't have to take it on and put it on my to-do list like for example the kids have their nightly chores and there are several times throughout the week that they forget to get their nightly chores done. Do I go down there and, you know, do their chores for them because they didn't do it? At first I did, but I don't anymore. Like, I'm proud of myself because last night they did get their chores done partially, but they left the chairs. So, like, they have to move the chairs to sweep the floor or whatever. And they left the chairs there. They did not put the chairs back and they didn't fold up the throws that, you know, are in the living room they left them on the floor after they went upstairs and when I went downstairs I saw it and it bothered me I'm not gonna lie it bothered me to see it but I was just like no you know what they get an allowance for the chores that they do so there will be a deduction and we've already had that conversation with them that when they don't do their chores or they have to be reminded about their chores that they will get a deduction I'm like they're gonna get a deduction and when they wake up in the morning they're gonna have to come down here and take care of it I'm not going to do it because all that's going to do is going to lead back to me feeling like, see, I always have to get this done. I always have to do this because if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Now, is it hard for me to leave my kitchen and living room looking like that because I like for things to be in its place and put away? Yeah, it was hard, but. For me, I'm just like, no, I'm going to maintain my peace. It's all right if tonight everything is not put away that it's supposed to be. I have to remind myself, Hannah, there's people living in this house and this is not a museum because sometimes I feel like even though I don't say it, I treat my house like it's a museum, wanting it to always be tidy and neat all the time. 
it doesn't have to be tidy and neat all the time for me to show that I am grateful for what God has blessed me with. I'm, I, I also show God that I am grateful for what he's blessed me with when I just live and make memories with my family in the house. So that is what I'm trying to focus more on. I'm trying to focus more on just being present, embracing right where I am and realizing, okay, this is me. It's not a flaw. It's just an area for me to learn, for me to grow and to improve. And so that's where I am. And so I'm just sharing all of this with you guys, hoping that, you know, it is encouraging to somebody else and that there is, you know, someone else who's out there who's like, yeah, I've, I've thought that before. I've thought that if it doesn't, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. And I have had hard times with just letting go. I'm here to tell you, hey, let go. And even if it's just a little by little, it's fine because it's all a part of progression. This walk is not about perfection and us being perfect. I think it's um, for me, it, it has been that I was trying to make things perfect. I was trying to meet this unattainable standard that I set for myself or that, you know, society portrays that this is what you know, you should be doing as a mom, you should do this stuff as a wife, you should do these things. And I am throwing that out the window. I'm like, no, I am going to be who God has said that I am. And I am going to embrace right where I am. And whatever that is for Hannah, that's for Hannah. I'm going to be her. I'm going to be that person so that I can be happy, so that I can be the wife that Anthony needs. I can be the mother that Skylin and AJ needs. And I can be the woman who I need myself to be so that I can be fully invested or not just invested, but that I can be I can live this life abundantly because that's what the abundant life that Christ came to give me is all about for me to be happy with who I am and who he says I am. So anyways, I hope you guys got something out of today's podcast. I just wanted to share some thoughts with you on my journey of just giving myself grace and embracing who I am. Like I told you, this year for me is all about emerging, embracing and evolving. And and that's what I want for you guys as well. So until next time, peace out world. Oh,